Welcome to the Click Technology Show, the show that talks about what's happening out there in the cutting edge world of technology today. I'm Hilary Johnson. Now, coming up on today's show, we talk with Deirdre Glenn from Enterprise Ireland about the Big Ideas Showcase 2012, which is happening this Wednesday in the Aviva Stadium. And we'll see the largest gathering of inventors in the country to showcase Ireland's latest technologies and pitching it to and pitching those ideas to a community of over 200 potential investors. Then in the second half of the show, we'll be talking to Hugh McAtemney from DIT about State of Play 2012, the Indie Games Developers Conference, which will be taking place in DIT Angel Street this Friday, the 30th of November. And throughout the show, I'll be telling you the latest tech and games news this week also. But first, we're joined by Deirdre on the line now to tell us a bit about Big Ideas 2012. So Deirdre, how are you today? I'm very well, thank you, Hilary. Now, you guys have got a big day, pardon the pun, running in the Aviva Stadium on the 28th of November. Tell us all and our listeners, what exactly am I talking about? Yes, you're right. Um, Enterprise Ireland is hosting um, the Big Ideas event. Um, This um, event is very much about bringing the new ideas that are emerging from the public research system um, to the attention of the investment and business community. Um, I mean, a key part of what Enterprise Ireland's strategy for economic growth and job creation is, is really about supporting and investing in Irish research capability and the commercialization of that research. So this event is really about showcasing some of those new investment opportunities. Okay, and you were what is it? Is it consumer? Is it manufacturing and research that that you guys that big ideas will be more so about? Because you mentioned just before we came on air that that you know one of the things Enterprise Ireland is trying to do is to get all these give give more love to the manufacturing companies located in in Ireland as opposed to all the consumerist technology which always grabs steals the limelight. No, well, I suppose Enterprise Ireland is very much in the space of supporting all um, technology and service opportunities that are going to, in effect, to help um, develop economic growth and ultimately create jobs for Ireland. Absolutely. Um, and really, that's, that's yeah. really why we're here. So there's going to be a variety of technologies on display at this event. And it, it, this is really about illustrating the strong um, pipeline of projects that are emerging from the higher education institutions. So, mm-hmm. yes, we will definitely be showcasing opportunities from the manufacturing and engineering sector, but absolutely we will be showcasing um, opportunities from the life sciences sector, from the food sector, and from the informatics, communications, technology sector. So, all of the high-tech sector. Brilliant. Um, and, but my new role as Director for Commercialization within um, Enterprise Ireland's Research and Innovation Unit is very much focused on the manufacturing, engineering and energy sector. So I have a personal passion okay. about that sector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, it's, it's great to see. I mean, it's great to see all the, the things which are coming out of Ireland at the moment. That's one of the things I find on this radio show is each week I'll ju- I'm, just, I'm just gobsmacked by everything that's happening. And, you know, it's one of the areas which Ireland really needs to focus on to get ourselves generating economy you know generating revenue so who who are the people who are doing the research at the moment and first of all it's 20 20 people with 20 ideas which will be showcased 19 19. yeah and i mean we have numerous examples of big ideas i mean one of them um, is really it's it's a new software technology which has been de- developed out at the university um, college Manute and this is um, a software it's an online training 
training tool and it's really about helping children improve their mental skills so there's a lot of brain training tools out there but this is very much around um supporting improving skills using other new innovative methods online for doing that and and there's a new company that's going to be spun out um, called raise your iq and they're going to be pitching and really they're at the big ideas really to raise the profile of the company and to 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 get investment to bring this opportunity to market so and that's really what this big ideas event is about it's getting these new spin out opportunities getting them in front of an audience of investors business promoters getting the deal done ultimately i mean this is all about creating economic impact and driving job creation um i mean another very very interesting opportunity that's going to be pitched is um, a technology being developed down at the university of limerick and this one i have to say i quite like because it's nearly like the prevention of the spread of bacteria at the flick of a switch okay and um, what the, the researchers are doing, it's, it's a company called um, Nanoplast, it's, a, it's a, a startup company. What they have done is they have developed these novel particles, okay? And these yeah. novel co- particles can be incorporated into your textile materials. So think your white coats, your lab coats, yeah. your uniforms, okay? Yeah. So think in a, in, a, in, in a hospital environment. What this technology does is it um, incorporates these particles onto the textile and the particles become antibacterial. They're light sensitive. So at the flick of a switch, they nearly attack. If you know, it, it, like, wow. it turns on their attack. And they're, you know, we are looking at using um, this technology to prevent the spread of MRSA, E. coli, yeah. all of the sort of infectious diseases that the average um, you know, person on the street is very, very aware of and clued into. So mm. that's a hugely, I have to say, that's a hugely uh, exciting uh, opportunity. And that again, is, yeah. they're there seeking investment from the um, business community to bring the, that product to market. That's that's incredible. Um, so how did you decide on the 19? Was it a rigorous process for them to be able to get to that stage of being put in front of these investors? Um, well, no, to be honest, we, we have a tremendously strong research capability in Ireland. And this was really about selecting those that are closest to market, okay? So Enterprise Ireland very much um, is about uh, supporting, encouraging innovation and sort of working very closely with researchers within the higher education institutions to, to look at the commercial potential of their research. And, and that research can be at um, sort of various stages of development. What the big idea is about is it's about showcasing those that are closest to market. So the 19 opportunities are were really selected from a much, much wider pool of opportunities that are being developed yeah. in the public research system. Yeah, well, I can imagine there's so much, there's so many people who would love to get this opportunity. And so where are these potential investors coming from? What what backgrounds and nationalities? Are, you know, who are the people with all this money? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, um, Enterprise Ireland, absolutely, we work across the industry academic interface. But as you know, one of the, the critical uh, roles that we play as an enterprise agency is very much on the wider startup 
an investment community. A number of those startups will come from academia, a number of them will come from other sources. So we within Enterprise Ireland would work closely with both um, national and international investors and that's the great thing here is that we can tap into our sources of funding from our um, our sister department the investment services department so we have tapped into their contacts list so on the day we're going to have private investors attending we're going to have um, angel investors attending there's right. going to be the national VCs in attendance and of course now with the new innovation fund we're going to have a number of the international VCs so there's a whole cohort and yeah. really you know as I said that the audience is the sort of the business and investment audience because we need investors at the table but we also need people that can lead these companies that can really really yeah. sort of um, convert what is still a sort of a pre-startup opportunity into something that actually can lead to a, um, a real marketable and um, tangible opportunity absolutely absolutely you have to have the you have to have the business then as well as the inventors and <laughs> and, and the people this yeah. needs money it needs good science it needs money and it needs good people to lead them it sounds um, amazing for the jobs that can be generated out of an event like this absolutely and i mean i suppose for us um you know we we as enterprise ireland we we played a um pretty critical role in sort of facilitating access for industry to this knowledge so we we work very much in partnership with the technology transfer offices this is very much a partnership where we work with the universities and with all of the institutes of education the iot's etc to, to try and translate that research um, from the lab to market but it's it's really you know it's all about and um, solving real problems for people and for business every day um, and you know this wouldn't happen without government support to be honest um, I mean government has invested hugely in this space and you know they have provided Enterprise Ireland with 30 million right. in 2007 just yeah. just to develop I mean in addition to the money going into research um, Enterprise Ireland has been provided with 30 million under a program called the Technology Transfer Strengthening Initiative and it's very much about um, developing our national technology and um, transfer system and really what we were trying to do there it's it's trying to um, uh, sort of support and develop the new ideas and opportunities within the public research system and helping um, to translate them into something that industry needs. So, I mean, since the inception of that program in 2007, there's been a, um, a fourfold increase in the number of spin-out companies. There's been 117 new companies spun out from the research community. And wow. we've also had um, a tenfold increase from 12 to 12 in 2005 to 121 in 2011 wow. of new ideas going to industry. So you you think that's what that's doing for our industry base? Yeah. This is getting them more competitive, more innovative, more productive, leading to, in our case, it, it, it's all about yeah impact, economic impact, societal impact, and jobs. That's that's incredible. It's great news to hear about these these kind of events and these stories happening at the moment. So, Deirdre, how can people who have great ideas or who are near market, um, the market level with their inventions, how can people get in touch with you to put themselves forward for next year? Yes. So this event 
is, as I said, is very much about um, bringing the ideas emerging from the publicly funded research base, okay? Mm -hmm. So this is very, this is focused on the public research system. So what I would suggest, if you're a researcher, you've got an idea, you believe it's commercially relevant, the first person you should be talking to is your representative within the technology transfer office of your um, university of your IOT and if you don't have access to that person you can log on Google Enterprise Ireland you can get onto the Enterprise Ireland um, website and within there you can get um, a list of the technology transfer offices in Ireland as well Um, and we will absolutely do everything we can to help facilitate um, that discussion Um, but your first port of call should be get on the phone it's it's it all starts with a cup of coffee as i said this is all about an informal chat a researcher kind of a very informal chat with the technology transfer office discuss their ideas see if there's a commercial potential if there is a commercial potential the technology transfer office will um, help them to put in an application to enterprise ireland for support and really that's as i said where where we um then we bring all of our both financial and non-financial supports to bear to help that um, researcher to bring their opportunity to market. Brilliant. Deirdre, best of luck with the with the event on the 28th of November. Thanks so much for coming on to talk to us today. Thank you very much, Hilary. I appreciate the time. Now let's take a look at the tech news for this week. Now Google has added indoor floor plans to the web version of its Maps service, allowing any device with a browser to show the way in airports, rail stations, shopping centres and museums in nine countries. The indoor maps have previously been available on the Google Maps application for Android, but the addition of the web interface means they can be accessed on Apple's iPad and other devices not running Google's OS. In other Google news, children have until the 10th of December 2012 to submit their doodle and be in and to be in with a chance to win a 5,000 euro college scholarship and to see their doodle on the Google Ireland homepage in April 2013. The winning teacher and student will also receive a Chromebook laptop each and their school will receive 10,000 euros worth of a technology grant. The five class group winners and their teachers will also receive Chromebooks. Well, that's it for the tech news for this week. Now, joining me on the line is Hugh from DIT, who's here to talk about State of Play 2012. Hugh, thanks so much for coming on or ringing into the show today. So tell us about State of Play. Well, the State of Play, it's in its second year and it's um, an informal review, I suppose, of the year gone by in the Irish independent game developer scene. Um, It's essentially an opportunity for our new and experienced game developers to network with each other and showcase their work. Um, and it, at this time of the year, it's always nice to sort of have a look back and see, well, you know, where were we last year and what's coming up next year. It's it, There's a lot of end-of-year review um, yeah. and new funding opportunities launching at this time, so it, it's, it's just a good time to do all this. Yeah, I suppose everything kind of gets reviewed around December, doesn't it? Um, yeah. So what is the state of the indie games development industry in Ireland? Well, when we set this up last year, um, I basically was able to ring or email all of the active independent game developer companies in about half an hour. And uh, every single one of them came back and said, yeah, we'd love to be involved. So immediately I was struck by how 
um, enthusiastic the community um, was. And we had a great time, and um, we we had everybody in to speak about what they were doing. And in the in the in the years since, um, the amount of startups, um, incubation programs, and many of our own students here in DIT have actually. Uh, gone on to enter the games industry, have their own companies, they're publishing games, and they're coming back to us uh, for this uh, event. Um, but to put the, I suppose, the growth in perspective, we have uh, over 30 game companies as opposed to 10 from last year oh, wow. participating. And that doesn't even include everybody. Um, yeah. We've had to scale back in terms of who we can offer. And the event itself will will cater for the, the, the people at various stages of um, development within the games industry. And who will be speaking at it this year? Well, we have a number of different um, levels in, in, in the uh, conference. It, it starts from 5 o'clock on the 30th to 9.30. And um, there's a an open floor uh, demo space for those um, garage game developers, those with games that are not quite commercially out there. They want to get some feedback from the industry. We have about 15 to 20 companies demonstrating in that space, and that will take place here in industries, um, in DIT. And then we have what we call the level one speaker category. These are uh, companies who've just published, they're about to publish, um, or they've just got funding um, and we give them five minutes where they have a show reel or a demo of their latest game and these would generally be new companies or new games um, that are coming out um, and then we have I suppose the I suppose the more mature end of the independent game market the more well-known independent game companies uh, companies like Bitsmith Games who yeah. are uh, XDIT and Batcat Games no, and Gla Glass, Glass Robot Studios who are just got funding through Wira and we give them a bit more time and they uh, this category is called uh, leveling up and these people have gotten a serious amount of funding uh, in the last year and they have been um, mentored through various EI mentorship programs. Um, in the case of Batcat and Bitsmith, they're also being mentored somewhat by Digit Games, a, um, a new game company that's set up in the last year. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, they will, I suppose, pass on their wisdom, the do's and don'ts of, of that first year in business. Yeah. Um, to the um, other talkers and uh, following on from that we then have um, um, another uh, a sort of offbeat um, uh, speaker category called uh, SideQuest where we will have a look at other aspects of the game industry uh, that not, aren't necessarily about games but could be about game development or about statistics in the industry itself and then we conclude with our keynote um, who is uh, this year it's going to be um, uh, the guys from Monogame um, who are flying in from the UK. They they have written a piece of software that converts uh, Windows-based games to any platform, oh, wow. um, which is kind of exciting for anyone who's in college and works with Microsoft products, which a lot of students do, uh, because Microsoft are very good at supporting um, students in, in with coding pro uh, software. Yeah. Uh, and these guys are going to talk to us about their story and what their plans are and how they can use their how people can use their their software. Well, that kind of brings. I was going to ask you. You know, uh, the Wii U is launching here in Europe on on the same day as, as yes. State of Play. So, what are your what are your 
thoughts on Wii U? And I'd say um, your keynote speakers will have a bit to say about this as well. Jennifer, for, for devices like the Wii U and other um, Nintendo devices um, like the Wii and then even the Sony PlayStation, it's been difficult to get access to the developer SDKs for those. Um, and uh, a lot of uh, independent gamers tend not to focus on those platforms. Although um, uh, the guys from um, Open Emotion uh, were quite successful on, on some of the, uh, the smaller gaming consoles because um, they were able to develop content to an audience that didn't have the same amount of content as, say, the iPhone or the iPad, yeah. or uh, they weren't getting lost in, in the noise of, um, of all the other games on various app stores. So um, in, in relation to that, I, I think um, most, uh, most indie gamers will probably start off with the traditional gaming platforms and uh, some of them might branch off if they see commercial opportunity, particularly if they want to port games mm. um, to the new, the new platforms, which I know a few people have done. They've, they've been hired to, to do just that, uh, okay. is to take existing games and port them to new platforms. Okay. And so what are, well, actually, what are the courses that you run in DIT, which, are, which you know, would be feeding the students into these, these kind of, um, into jobs like this? Okay, well, we get asked um, all the time, how do we get a job? Um, there are various aspects of the, um, the various aspects of the industry that, uh, if you look internationally, the entry points of them are slightly different. Ireland doesn't have a game development content industry yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, most of the jobs are in, you know, servicing, customer support, software development, sure. Um, um, but, you know, they're competing against IBMs and the Microsofts and, uh, for, all, for all the graduates. So it, it's, it has been, the actual game development industry in terms of the games has been slow. And do you, uh, do you see us in the coming years getting getting past the the sense of a lot of indie developers coming out with um apps um and you know yeah. getting past that and how many years do you think before we see our irish graduates being able to breaking either, into that yeah into into the full blown you know mmorpgs or you know yeah. stuff like that i i have thought long and hard about this and the way we would we the way what we get across to our students in our undergrad degree program in game design and in our masters in games is that you start small you have to understand the process of building a game and the great thing about the mobile devices and the apps is that you can build good games with small teams relatively quickly mm. and um that's where you should start you need to start off with um, something that's achievable in that space of time, and it is, and, and, and it works. It, it definitely works. Yeah. Um, after that, people learn the, the. They get experience from building a game. They get experience of trying to promote themselves. They get experience in trying to sell their game, uh, how to communicate uh, their game to others, and it, it's a portfolio building exercise. After which time, um, they've got to, they can obviously get to meet other uh, other game developers who might have more ambitious plans. Uh, they can then tap into the variety of funding mechanisms that are there, yeah. um, uh, and what you're seeing is you're seeing a lot of grooming of small to medium-sized game developer companies um, who hopefully will have some sort of success 
generate a bit of funding, expand their team, move on to more ambitious projects. Mm. And that's the way it should go because then you're developing an indigenous industry. Um, and with the right external guidance um, brought in at the right time, um, because we don't have a native uh, game design pool of experience to, yeah. to pull from, um, you'll make you build a more sustainable industry that way than yeah. say if you're bringing in a big AAA studio, you know that makes the next um, Grand Theft Auto six mm. um, over three years. You pull in a whole lot of international people and then they're gone. Yeah. Um, that's that's another approach that you know could be taken. But I, I would prefer to see us develop our, ourselves a bit the way like the British game developer industry did yeah. back in the eighties. And I think. Um, funding in terms I know the NDRC have some some great kind of um uh oh, what's the word I'm I'm looking for um launchpad yeah launchpad that's it they they have yeah. some great programs which are I think they're kind of onto what you're saying there so they kind of, I I hope that they kind of have the foresight as well like how how many just off the top of your head how many years before you think cuz cuz I certainly see it um you know I'm seeing every month on the radio show and and with click magazine and clickonline.com we're seeing new um new indie games developers coming up out of the courses like DIT and they're going they're doing really really well yeah. they have great yeah. capability of what they're doing so how long, how long just I'm just curious how many years off the top of your head if you can't give me would, that's okay I'm just I'm just indulging myself now yes no but I say within three years if you look at the three growth years. in one year okay, yeah. in the growth in one year you have a growth of um, 10 to 30 uh, but just judging based on what we've seen in the last year if you look to another year you could see that going to 90 100 okay yeah. uh, because you're going to have more graduates coming out yeah. um, you're going to have um uh, more mature game development platforms um, as well. I mean, the tools to build games. And uh, you're going to have more experienced people. So uh, what you'll have is you'll have a greater pool of artists, a greater pool of designers um, who, who've all built uh, smaller types of games and who know each other because Ireland's a great place to network because it's so small yeah. everybody knows everybody. <laughs> definitely is. Uh, and that's an advantage we have over a lot of... Um, um, a lot of other places. Uh, so I, I would, I, and with the funding not going away and the, the mentoring that Enterprise Ireland and the NDRC do, and they're fantastic at it, uh, sooner or later you're going to have the, 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 the critical success, uh, one or two companies breaking out uh, and doing something really cool. Um, and that, that I, I, can, I can definitely see something big, bigger happening within the next three years. That's a, it's so exciting. It's great. It's really great to hear you say, yeah. to hear you forecast that. So, Hugh, where can people find out more about State of Play? Well, we have a website called www.stateofplay.ie. Um, we are finalizing our, our speaker list this Saturday. We've had a huge response. It's full. We are with a massive wait list um, to attend, and um, we are planning on streaming it live on YouTube, um, um, in video and audio. Yeah. Um, we're actually going to rehearse uh, the, that all tomorrow. Okay. Um, but if they check the website after this weekend, they'll get a full rundown on the schedule and who's speaking and um, what's happening. And um, also on Twitter as well, they can follow us on Twitter uh, at Serious Games IRL. 
um, where they they can they can follow us there and keep in touch. And okay. if anyone has any further queries, just to, to contact us yeah. uh, from the website. Okay, Hugh, thanks so much for talking to us today. You're very welcome. Now let's turn to the games news for this week. And the biggest title releasing this uh, Friday is Far Cry 3 for PS3, Xbox 360 and PC. Many of you may be um, anticipating that and and will probably be going out to buy that. But there's a small matter of Nintendo's brand new console, the Wii U, hitting stores this Friday, November 30th. Demand is certainly high for the new system, as pre-order figures have shown, so you'll need to get your skates on and get pre-ordering if you don't fancy standing in a queue for hours and end on the off chance that you'll be able to pick up one of these few of the few unsold devices available in shops. Don't say we didn't warn you in advance. That's a Nintendo Wii U's out this Friday, and some of the titles releasing on that include Call of Duty, Black Ops 2, FIFA 13, Mass Effect, Special edition Nintendo Land New Super Mario Brothers U Tekken Tag Tournament Wii U edition uh, Epic Mickey Mickey 2 The Power of 2 man I can't get over that title I'll never be able to get over that title Batman Arkham City Armored Edition and Ben 10 Omniverse well, that's it for this week on the Click Technology Show. I hope you guys all enjoyed the show. But before I go, I've, of course, got a competition for you all. Now, to celebrate the release of Far Cry 3, we're giving you the opportunity to win a copy of the game on PS3 or Xbox 360. Now, for those of you who don't know, Far Cry 3 is the latest epic open-world first-person shooter from Ubisoft, which pits you against an entire island of nasties in a bid to escape. Take on the role of young Jason Brody, a tourist who must learn to survive when he loses his friends and his way in a deadly trap. Paradise. Our Peter is already calling it the game of the year. You can read his full review on clickonline.com for more. And with the wealth of content on offer as well as emergent gameplay and a complex story, we're pretty inclined to agree. So if you want to win Far Cry 3 on Xbox 360 or PS3, just head to clickonline.com forward slash competitions and answer the simple question there. So that's clickonline.com forward slash competitions. Answer the simple question and you could be playing Far Cry 3 this weekend for free. Hooray. Now that's it for me for this week tune in at the same time next week for more technology news but a smattering of games too on the click technology show i'm henry johnson have a great afternoon